podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Chairman Mao, Jamie Howe, Ho Chi Minh, Asif Din, Vaslav Havel, Graham Savel, No Surrender, Percy Fender, Guerrilla Cricket. Welcome to Guerrilla Cricket. Uh, now, you may recall that back in March, I interviewed Becky Fairley-Clark, uh, co-founder of the Cricket Supporters Association. The CSA were about to launch the fifth annual survey amongst cricket supporters to ensure uh, they can represent the needs of those fans who sustain uh, the sport with their investment of money and time uh, to the game's authorities. Never, perhaps, has it been more important to ensure that the views of cricket fans are heard as we see a county system under financial pressure, the impact of the pandemic and the launch of a new and not universally accepted format of the game with the 100. So the key questions are, what has the new survey told us? And equally importantly, what will be done with that information? Uh, To find out the answers, I am absolutely delighted to Welcome back, Becky, once again. Becky, hello. Hello. Great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It is wonderful to have you with us, of course. Um, let's start, if we may, just by reminding everybody what uh, about the CSA, you know, what it is and what it does. Just tell us a little bit about that again. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, so the Cricket Sports Association is a not-for-profit set up 100% to represent cricket fans within the game. So it kind of came from the idea. It was originally set up by George DeBell um, from Cricket Info. Um, and then I've kind of started heading it up. But it's all about giving fans a voice within the game. So when cricket kind of has done these kind of, oh, we'll ask the stakeholders what's happening and what we should be doing. Fans are never part of that process. And so to make it easy for fans to be part of that, this we're completely independent, as I say, uh, completely free to join So and set up for absolutely every cricket fan. So whether you are an ardent county cricket fan or if you just love watching international T20s, we're here for you. With the idea being that through these surveys and through other research things that we do, that we are able to kind of bring together all the different individual voices of cricket fans and give them a platform, give them, you know, a say in what's going on in the game that we all love. We do also have another um, element as well, which is our um, diversity and inclusion work, which is making sure that cricket is as welcoming and accessible as it should be for each and every cricket fan or potential fan. And so that there's obviously a huge amount of work going on within that area, within participation in that. But this is very much focused and just on the fan and, and what it's like to kind of attend a game or engage online and that. So well, certainly an so interesting kind of two major certainly an interesting time. Now this was the fifth annual survey. Um, how many people responded? We had just over 3,000 respondents, which is a slightly up from last time. Um, but obviously, I or, uh, people ask me about it, and I'm always like, I want more, I want more. So, you know, we're really keen for people, yeah, whatever your kind of love of cricket, to get involved, to sign up and just, you know, or follow us on social media or whatever. So you know when these surveys are coming out so that you can have your say because we know what it's like when you kind of, you love cricket, but maybe – you're wondering about what's going on there or you want to have your say on what's happening here. And this is a real opportunity for, 
for you to do that because you know individually it's one voice together we're much stronger so you know yeah pleased with the amount of people that responded thank you to everyone that did respond but always keen for more 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 well, well tell us a, a little bit about those three thousand um becky uh, you said it's gone up in terms of volume but what about the mix of people who responded yeah it was a good mix um age group wise it was really good so 43 percent were under the age of 44 which is good because we were we're very conscious of kind of representing as i say all cricket fans um and so getting the kind of wide opinion of what's going on within the game um i think we still we've still got work to do in terms of kind of our diversity of respondents so we did have a good uh respondents from kind of uh, the asian background um but you know still looking for more from the black community and you know just as wise as possible really do you know want to know what everybody who likes the game of cricket loves the game of cricket what they think and and how you know what they'd like to see happening within the game now did i hear you say that 43 percent uh under 44 so that's yes. nearly half the respondents uh under 44 I, I think from reading your press release you'd said as well 25 percent under 34 so um yeah. how does that compare as a mix again to previous years have you found more younger people getting involved it's about the same so we obviously we did do a survey in 2020 but it was much more focused on the kind of restarting of cricket so we did it but when we were still in lockdown kind of what was going to happen what were priorities for fans so that was a great survey and but it kind of sits a bit differently so we always look back to 2019 which was much more kind of similar and it was about the same as 2019 but we did a lot of work in 2019 to increase that younger audience so and that was very different from 2018 so it, it you know I, I would say now it's more similar and it's quite good because it is such a, a an age range so obviously the younger audience is really important but then we know you know so many cricket fans are so important and that older age bracket so having that mixture is really what we're looking for well that that's fantastic news it's not just uh old duffers like me um <laughs> one of the other things uh i guess the real areas of interest particularly at the moment or what were the big topics that were covered in the uh, this latest survey can you sort of walk us through the big areas that people were asked to to, to give you opinions yeah. on and got you asked for their help yeah. on really yeah absolutely so we kind of start off and we look at a ba basic kind of are you a county member do you intend to carry on being a county member and that was quite interesting it was slightly up County membership is slightly up to 37% in 2021 um, compared to 2019 when it was 35%. So, um, but that was good, you know, the kind of that there was the consistency within the county membership. But then, we, yeah, we asked about engagement, um, whether if you're a player and if you continue, want to, are going to continue playing and if you're going to play more and engagement wise yeah it's kind of like is it the same or is it more um and then we obviously ask about the different um formats within the game and we ask about scheduling ticket prices the hundred is obviously a part you know of the survey we also this time looked at um some sustainability questions as well but yeah you know trying to just get an understanding of where cricket is sitting with fans and what they're enjoying and what you know 
what the decisions that have been made, what they think about them. We do also ask specifically about, you know, the ECB and how involved fans would like to be within the game. We ask about um, kind of broadcast. And so, uh, you know, what how people are consuming cricket, but then also, you know, uh, realistic questions about the finances of the game and, you know, and what broadcast money and what that means and stuff like that. Yeah, as I say, tries to try and really get an, an in the insight as to what fans are feeling about the game and, you know, what's going on and, and yeah, get their feedback, really. So, I mean, it, it, clearly the 100 is big in there. It's the role and importance of county championship, of the county championship, um, and it's about accessibility of cricket and free to air and those kind of yeah. big subject areas well let's yeah. let's dive in to possibly the hottest of hot topics <laughs> uh has to be the hundred um yeah. what did we learn about the way fans are feeling yeah i mean as has been the case in all of our surveys so i looked back at you know the original surveys and uh you know when we when we were talking about a city-based competition and there's always been concern about a new competition and that 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 negativity is continuing towards the 100 with 63 percent of our survey respondents feeling you know negative towards the new format um there's 20 percent that are positive and you know so you know it's not all negativity but yeah there's a real concern about the 100 and what it means to for county cricket and just to the game as a whole and you know the introduction of new teams and and everything like that the scheduling side so so yeah they, they, that that kind of feeling towards the 100 is there and so that's why we as an organization want to kind of take that and try and move the conversation and say okay there's this real negativity towards the hundred it's been introduced to grow the game but Mm. what does that actually mean because you know if you look there aren't any uh uh, the, the accountability of the hundred and what that yes success looks like for it and how it will grow the game isn't clear so it's just trying to say okay you know the 100 is here. Obviously, tickets and sales are happening. You know, it's going to happen. So how does that mean? And what does it? how is it going to help grow the game in terms of participation at local clubs? Or what's the, the route from, you know, the 100 to the county structure and engagement with the counties? And, you know, how does that actually um, look and what does it mean? I mean, obviously, we understand um, the, the kind of link with the finances that have come in from the hundred that have gone out to the game. And obviously that's, you know, so important at the, this time and with the pandemic and everything, but, but yeah, it's just trying to understand what success will look like for the hundred and how that will impact on the larger game and not just that competition. Okay. Um, so would, what would you say was the biggest concern around the hundred across the board we it sixty percent plus sixty percent was the number that that felt concerned negative worried in some aspects I think you said there was about twenty percent which I th- possibly towards the younger end more open minded shall we say <laughs> um but you know there's issues of accountability there's a issues of viability there's issues of scheduling um, yeah. All of those things, you know, in the, in, the, you know in, the, in the heart of summer, as the county championship gets spread to one side, and and and, and hundred, you know, takes centre stage. Were those concerns all of kind of equal measure, or 
was there one or other that really rose to the top as being what really summed up the way people were feeling? I mean, it's quite spread, but yeah, I think concern for the county structure and what this means for counties and county cricket moving forward. And I, when I say county cricket, I don't just mean the county championship. I mean, you know, mm. the Royal London Cup and the Vitality Blast as well. And just, yeah, the, the kind of longer term impact of that. Scheduling wise, it was quite interesting because uh, 40% were happy. 45% were unhappy. Um, so, you know, there was, there was, there's, you know, so scheduling wise, it kind of it was, wasn't as clear cut as that. But I think it is that kind of real fear as to what this long term means to the county game. And then, as you kind of identified before, the relationship between the county game and the county championship and mm. test cricket. And, you know, there's that, that concern that is it all becoming about the shorter formats and whiteboard cricket and, and, what does that mean for, for the longer forms of the game? But yeah, the, the concern for the 18 counties, I think, is is high amongst fans. OK, well, it's clearly an emotive topic. It has been from day one. <laughs> uh, and many concerns expressed. Um, so I guess the really important question is, what will the CSA do with this information? How is it going to make sure that those concerns are not just presented but i suppose acted upon by the powers that be the powers that be being primarily i would guess the, the ecb yeah so we've we presented the results to the ecb and we're waiting for them their response on it we, there will be a response on it so uh we need to have that and then i think uh once that's happened then yeah we'll continue to pressurize in terms of that accountability and that you know real understanding and yeah won't just let this it's not a case of all oh, the survey results are out that's it move on kind of thing this is our we use these survey results as our kind of remit for the next year so this is what we'll be campaigning about talking about referring back to you know all the way through um you know the conversations that we have and just yeah, we we need to know, I think, it needs to be clear that, you know, there is such negativity amongst existing fans. And so, you know, as I say, the kind of accountability and what does it look like is really key, I think, for it to move forward. So, so yeah, so we'll be continuing to pressurise on that. And as I say, we're just waiting for an ECB response at the moment. Is it fair to say that the best way to summarise that question is, what does the ECB feel that success looks like and how does that success return benefit to, you know, the fabric of the game in terms of the the, the, yeah. the, the counties? That probably is the, the, it's implied in a lot of what the ECB says in press releases. It's less evident in how they act and it seems to be un very unclear to followers and fans of the game as to how that benefit would happen. How would you see that being played back by the ECB to those fans who have taken the time and effort to register and enumerate their concerns? Yeah, I would hope that they would, you know, that it, it's a positive thing to see, to understand what fans want to see. And, you know, that there is this concern and that they would be able to come back and say, okay, well, this is what we're looking at. This is, you know, and just get, as, even if it's just getting a conversation going about it, I think it's very, 
you know, as you say, it is a very emotive issue and, you know, there's so many different opinions on it. But I think that kind of calling for accountability and transparency and just an understanding of what success does look like is, you know, very reasonable. And, you know, and 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 so I would really hope that the ECB do, you know, engage with us on it and are able to kind of share what that will look like and how the cricket that maybe if you're not a fan potentially a fan of the hundred but you are a fan of the county you can see the benefits that it's going to bring you know and as I say there is that understanding of the financial side of it but it's kind of the participation and the engagement with the counties as well I think is really important for cricket fans. So would it sort of play that back a wee bit would would it be fair to say that success for the CSA and the people who have given you the those who's registered those concerns success is click really clear answers to clear questions largely around the the benefit and what success looks like for the hundred itself and how it cascades through the game if you got a direct answer to direct questions how might you see that direct answer coming back from the ecb what would what would it look like from them to us well, I, hope, I mean, as I say, I'm, I'm talking with them at the moment. So just a direct response from, you know, would be would be what we were looking for. But also very open to, you know, having a forum or a conversation or, you know, whatever it could look like, you know, very open to that. I think, you know, there is negativity towards fans, but there's also an understanding as cricket needs to evolve. You know, it's a difficult landscape that everyone's kind of in, in, involved in. and so. You know, just having those conversations and understanding that, you know, fans want to be part of the conversation. They, you know, they're desperate to share their experiences and their knowledge and their insight and just to feel a part of it and not just be presented by stuff. So, you know, the, the Cricket Sports Association, we try to kind of get as wide of a fan point viewpoint as possible so that we can say that this is what fans are feeling like just you know start the conversation have a conversation with us and let us know you know what answer our concerns or you know be true you know let us know if it's well this is happening and you you know you don't know about all this other stuff that's going on or you know just to have the conversation i think is really important what you're looking for is transparency i I think is the the buzzword isn't it bit of transparency there Massively. And, and just like moving forward, you know, I mean, we've obviously one of our stage stages is having a fan on the ECB board, but mm. it's even like a fan advisory group or, you know, just existing fans being able to say, OK, this is where we've been able to share our knowledge, our experience, our, you know, and, and this is what we think about what's going on. And it's hard because not every cricket fan thinks the same. We know that, you know, and I know that. And, uh, but it's kind of like being part of the conversation is so important. And so, you know, because I just always go back to the idea of democracy, at least when you've had a chance to have a vote, even if it doesn't go your way, you feel you've been a part of something. Yeah. Whereas when you're just presented with things, you feel frustrated at it. You know, you don't feel like, well, I, you know, it's nothing. I could, well, you kind know, of, I've got my opinion. Yeah. I mean, that kind of brings us on to one of the other key things, which was inclusion. I mean, inclusion just of fans. That wasn't one of the key aspects of the survey, really finding out if fans felt involved enough in the shaping of policy decisions and, in, in, you know, that structure the game. And from what you're saying, it sounds like they don't. No, they don't. I mean, I think so. It's a harsh, but, you know, the stat was 22% of fans 
only 22% of fans think that the ECB considers existing supporters when making decisions. Mm-hmm. And 81% of fans would like to be given the opportunity to work with the ECB in terms of sharing their experiences and that. So, as I say, there is a real, you know, we just kind of want to have our say and, and be involved. And it's a game that sport can't exist without fans. And I think as football is recognising, you know, fans aren't there to be feared or, you know, it's... It, they're such an important they play such an important part in the game and so kind of getting their insight and that is such an important well, tool moving big, forward big lesson you know can't remember the song yeah. but you don't know what you've got till it's gone and a, and yeah, a big dose exactly. of realizing what it's like when it's gone is is not a good vision no um, exactly and, and sorry just to carry on i mean obviously within cricket as well a lot of the counties are member organizations you know the members are the owners of the counties and so something we're also kind of working on as well is working with different counties and different county uh, fan groups in kind of encouraging members to get on the board you know get into the involved in the committees and just you know have their say within their counties as well the opportunities are quite often there but it's just trying to encourage you know members to do that so we're for example we're working with the Lancashire Action Group and they're doing you know to try and get uh, members on the board there and just other counties obviously you know it's, it's terrific and some are working on it and all that stuff, good stuff but yeah just to try and say you know let's let's where there are opportunities fans let's not sit back and you know From let's a CSA get involved perspective, success in that instance you actually said is quite clearly representation on the ecb board so yeah. that fans are very directly at board meetings at decision making meetings have an absolutely direct voice so success in that instance is very clear to measure i think um let's talk a little bit about scheduling of competitions across the summer i, I would imagine that was a big concern for fans do they do they feel that currently the way the game is scheduled is the best for cricket I don't, probably well to be fair 40 percent were happy with the scheduling and how it is so you know there's a, a but 45 percent were unhappy so you know it's a bit mixed split down the middle that one but no i mean i think you know what did was really clear is the importance of the county championship test matches and then um oh uh t20 plus and oh DIs as in international mm. and uh, and the T no, sorry and the T20 blast and um yeah so I think scheduling that they obviously the idea of the hundred being placed in the middle is difficult and has you know is a real concern but I think there's also an understanding that there is a lot of cricket anyway to kind of fit into the schedule um so yeah so kind of split on that one but but always a hot topic I have to say uh, I can imagine. Uh, Joni Mitchell, by the way, was the song. Just so it doesn't, it comes out of my head and doesn't sit there for the rest of the discuss- discussion. Um, so let's talk about um, participation. Despite various challenges, it, there seems to be quite a few signs of encouragement there in terms of people getting involved in cricket. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was really good. So kind of participation, the numbers were up in terms of people intending to play more cricket, more or the same cricket that than they did in 2019. And again, we went back to 2019 because of last year being so different. Um, and then in terms of engagement as well, so 33% of 
fans intend to be more, you know, more engaged with cricket this year than they were back in 2019. So yeah, participation and engagement were both up on, on, you know, previous years, which I think is fantastic. I think cricket has done, you know, a really good job at kind of staying relevant. And I think last year, all of the cricket that was on, you know, that we could only watch on TV, but we could watch on TV was, you know, was really good. Um, for if you're lucky enough to have subscription or whatever but you know so there was a lot of cricket on and I think yeah this can be seen you know through the fact that the, the engagement levels whether playing or just watching are still really high for this year. Okay um, what about then let's talk a little bit about the link between the county championship and test cricket was it clearly expressed that there's sort of you know one is the direct feed to the other yeah. Yeah, I think the stat was something like 94% think that the, the lack of kind of prioritising the county championship will impact on test cricket. So, yeah, massively kind of the concern is test cricket's the pinnacle. We're not playing, you know, the county championship is being, you know, moved to the April and, mm. you know, September, October. So there's not that much opportunity for players to play Red Bull cricket. And yet then they're, they're put into the, ta- you know, they haven't got that experience or, you know, the, the ability to play themselves into form or whatever. So, yeah, massive concern about the the kind of lack of prioritising on the county championship and the impact that that then has. And I think that's so important because when so many, you know, we all know how much people love watching test Cricket fans love watching Test cricket over here or overseas and that. And it's kind of like, but you've got to look back on that and think, well, how do we get the players to, you know, to engage with the game? And there's a concern of it all being about kind of white ball cricket and the the shorter formats and that. Mm. So, yeah, massive concern there. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the game's finances. Not in detail. I'm not an accountant. I don't believe you are (laughs) in your your day job. but generally, are cricket fans realistic and understanding of the financial pressures and challenges that sport generally, but certainly cricket has at the moment? I think so. I think much more than, you know, perhaps fans can be given credit for. I mean, for example, in the latest survey, 68% uh, understand what the lights, the revenue, the broadcast revenue, sorry, that comes from the lights of Sky or whatever, the importance that that plays within the game. So to sustain and invest in kind of grassroots and county, the county game. So, so yeah, there is a real understanding that, you know, it can't just be everything's free to air, you know, it's all just, there's a, it's realistic. I think as with anything, you know, being that we go back to that kind of word transparency again. And I guess, you know, it, it, if, if it is really difficult and fans don't know, I think that's because fans haven't been told how difficult it is, you know, like it, it, so, but I do think that there is that, yeah, there's a base understanding there that, you know, cricket can't just survive on, you know, clouds. It does need the finances. And so, you know, and where do they come from? And, you know, you're not going to suddenly get, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching county cricket, but, but, it's a really important format of the game. And, you know, so we do understand that it's a really difficult puzzle and, you know, there probably isn't Mm. a perfect way forward, but, you know, just being part of the conversation would be good and just making sure that the cricket that, you know, a lot of fans love is, 
you know, protected, I think is, is, is a big By and large, certainly counties produce accounts. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, it's, it is the older membership who, by and large, would take an interest in what that is telling them. And one doesn't expect a new 12-year-old cult member to to be able they just want to get out there and watch and play to play cricket it's it's the older generation's responsibility to nurture the game and bring on even as it develops but to 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 keep it fresh and healthy by bringing in young young people to it i think the concern that is being expressed and the way you're describing it the what you're being told is that there's a lack of confidence in it's being done in the right way even if the intent is is the right intent um so the other thing you touched on it there actually you, you mentioned free to air a couple of times um where and how by and large do respondents to the survey the 3000 um respondents where and how do they tend to watch their broadcast cricket yeah i mean so it was it was uh channel 4 was high it was really high but then youtube and their kind of streaming um services were also really popular so i think that's really you know interesting obviously yeah the free to air broadcaster and then sky was you know high above there too and um but yeah the the kind of youtube and that the watching online has become really popular as well and that's obviously helped with all the kind of the county streaming services that there are now so so yeah so I think you know people are watching their cricket however they can but are are really engaged in it and and the free-to-air elements are you know still really important I think I mean there's all the way through our surveys there's always a really um, strong call to action for there to be free-to-air elements of any ICC you know championship which I think is a you know definitely something that will be communicating moving forward because you know it's it's such a shame that there was the world test championship and you know it was it was kind of limited in in how it could be viewed but um but yeah i i, I you know the the kind of the prevalence of youtube and and stuff like that was really noticeable in the survey well let's just go back over one or two of those key stats so we've we've sort of lodged them 63 percent of fans feel negatively about the hundred 43% of fans intend to watch more cricket compared to 2019. Just remembering we skipped a year, didn't we? Simply by the circumstances. Yeah. Um, 33% of fans more engaged with cricket now than in 2019. Uh, 294% think that not prioritising the county championship will impact test cricket. Now, that to me is a huge stat. That's an overwhelming majority. And before anyone throws that back and says oh yeah but it's old county members it isn't remember 40 percent no. of those respondents 45 percent of those respondents were, were were at the younger end of that scale 93 percent uh, believing icc tournaments should have an element of free to air and 22 percent believe the ecb uh, only 22 percent of fans believe the ecb considers fans were making a decision so that was some pretty rich feedback it's pretty clear on the concerns around the hundred it's pretty clear on scheduling and it's pretty clear on how it wants to, to consume cricket whilst offering some good news around the fact despite all of that more people yeah. want to do more oh, or want to do more which is massively. great yeah i massively and this is the point with it all you know like 
what we're trying to do at the Cricket Sports Association is be positive within the game. It isn't just to sit here and criticise, criticise, no. criticise every decision that's made because we understand that there's, you know, decisions have to be made and people are going to like, whatever the decision is, some people are going to like it and some people aren't. But we are, we just passionately feel that fans and their insight and their knowledge and it is a sport that they love and you know they're so important within the game mm. should just have that kind of a chance to have a voice and to have you know have and, and be and they be consulted as decisions are made and aware of all of the picture so mm -hmm. that you know yeah, I just think it's important for fans to be able to to voice their opinions of what's going on. Well, Becky, that's thank you. That is a fantastic insight into what cricket fans think and want. Uh, what are the next steps to publicise those results, but more importantly, have them heard by the ECB? So, is it has it been a a formal presentation? Have you been to Lords? With a projector and a PowerPoint, and gone, guys. <laughs> no. This is what. So, talk us through the no. process just a little bit of how we make absolutely sure that it, it's seen, heard, and most importantly, acted upon. Yeah. So, so obviously, we have. We, I've presented them to them, as in online uh um but yeah we so we'll continue pressure you know waiting to hear back on that and continue the conversations afterwards and you know i mean i don't know what the response is going to be so you know it's hard to say exactly what that will look like but absolutely i think continuing the conversation continuing to publicize the results as i say this isn't a like a, okay well we've done the survey now this is what we will be talking about for the next year um and just keep whenever when things are happening either reactively or proactively kind of talking about this is what fans think very much pushing for that kind of more formal recognition so whether that is a fan advisory board or whatever it could be you know really trying to get that kind of happening as I say also working with uh, the county fan groups and county members in terms of kind of getting members and that on the boards or committees within the counties as well is also really key um, but yeah just continuing to kind of a wonderful opportunities like this where we can say about what fans are thinking and just you know trying to encourage as many fans as possible to join up as well because the stronger you know the more voices we have the stronger we will be and the, the more difference we can make so we really are you know it, well that kind of recruitment drive of fans is always really key and as I say we're completely free to join because we don't want any barrier for anybody so you just have to go to cricketsupporters.com and sign up and then you'll get the newsletter well, you, you've actually preempted my next question which was yeah, if any of our listeners and followers want to get involved with the cricket supporters association how can they do that so just um for one more time give us the uh, name of the website yeah, cricket supporters.com cricket supporters.com they can find you on twitter where where do they find you there your cricket essay for Twitter. Um, I know we can. Not, not to South be confused Africa. with the Proteas, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I know. And then on Facebook, we're Cricket Supporters. Okay. And really, those three, to me, having looked at the results, you know, whilst I can't speak for 3,000 people, it seems to me the 100, what's the end game? What does success look like? How is it going to benefit other formats of the game? Direct answer, please. Can we schedule cricket in a more efficient way? Because if we want a healthy test team, we have to allow 
test the longer form of the game to flourish and cricket supporters are concerned about scheduling they're concerned about the the, the, the aspects of the way the game is run how do they have a more direct voice those to me are three very direct questions that supporters via us via you are asking <laughs> um yeah. so if i may i think success is direct answers to direct questions <laughs> that's exactly. that's got to be where you're driving right yeah exactly you know so so yeah i mean that's what we're all about is as i say yeah representing the fans and then getting a response you know and actually yeah, getting a voice heard because it's all well and good doing a survey but then if no one listens to it then it you know pretty demoralizing so that's you know very key to us is actually we've asked these questions and we want to you know we need the the answers for them well becky that again is fantastic so uh, fantastic work and um you know i think cricket fans and supporters should be glad that that someone is t- making such huge efforts to to <laughs> represent them Not just me and things oh, no, I, I, I meant you i meant you collectively so look thank you very very much indeed once again just to, for our listeners and followers for gorilla cricket remember that um you can find us youtube on facebook via our pod all of our podcast channels if you want to become a patreon you can get that stuff first and fastest all details for that are on our website gorillacricket.com um but for now, a lot of key things to ponder based on the uh, Cricket Supporters Association fifth annual survey. Some very clear direction as to what cricket fans are thinking and some very direct questions that are therefore <laughs> heading in the direction of the <laughs> ECB for which cricket supporters demand direct action. For that, we can thank um Becky Fairley-Clark and the CSA for being the the conduit for that. Becky, thank you very much indeed. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Lovely to talk to you. Sports Social Podcast Network.